This is the Atlanta Journal-Constitution. It's Friday, April 9th. Here's today's news. Our top story. Betty Pippin, 92, has been eligible for the COVID-19 vaccine since January. She's still waiting. Pippin is homebound. Like many other Georgians, she's not physically able to get to the sites that administer vaccines. As Georgia's vaccination campaign moves from the challenge of scarce vaccines to a race to attract people, the state is struggling to reach the homebound, who often are some of the most vulnerable to severe outcomes from the coronavirus. Once again, experts say the pandemic is spotlighting a shortcoming that already existed in Georgia and nationwide. There is no reliable list of homebound people. Officials don't even know how many there are. And unlike nursing homes for elderly residents, or hospitals for frontline staff, or schools for teachers, there is no surefire middleman to ask either. In other news, layoffs are high, but the number of job openings has surged, setting the stage for strong hiring in Georgia, officials said Thursday. Last week, the state processed 33,623 new claims for unemployment benefits, down 5,659 from the previous week but roughly six times the pre-pandemic average, according to Mark Butler, the state's commissioner of labor. The numbers are still substantially elevated, Butler said. The good news for those still unemployed after a year is there are a record number of job listings in many different markets across the entire state. About 226,000 jobs are posted on the state's job site, according to Butler. While many of the jobless receive extended benefits because of federal pandemic programs, the payments are not as generous as a year ago. They also are slated to end by fall, and fears of the virus are ebbing as vaccinations are widely distributed. In politics, Lieutenant Governor Jeff Duncan is unlikely to run for a second term as the state's number two politician, according to a senior aide who said the Republican is instead expected to focus on his GOP 2.0 initiative to reframe the party in a post-Trump era. Duncan has signaled for months that he would not seek re-election after he's repeatedly criticized former President Donald Trump, but he's declined to say publicly whether he will stand for another term. Duncan's chief of staff, John Porter, said the lieutenant governor was not planning a 2022 bid, though he added the decision hasn't been finalized. While most state GOP officials are either cozying up to Trump or trying to avoid his wrath, Duncan has stood out by setting himself on a collision course with the former president and top members of his own party. And finally, a group of Atlanta prison inmates recently filed a lawsuit against the city because officials allegedly gave them water tainted with toxins such as arsenic. The lawsuit, filed in Fulton County Court on Monday, involves allegations between 2018 and 2019. During that time, the Atlanta Department of Watershed Management provided water for drinking, cooking, cleaning, washing, and other things. According to the lawsuit, the water supplied was adulterated, polluted, and contaminated, in that the water contained, among other harmful substances, a certain poison and toxic substance commonly known as arsenic. A city spokesman told the Atlanta Journal-Constitution on Tuesday that, while the city has not been served with any such lawsuit, initial testing shows there is no issue with the Department of Watershed Management Services provided. That's all for today. Check back each weekday morning for more from the Atlanta Journal-Constitution or go to AJC.com. Have a great day. Spoken Layer